Titles. Go, Kevo. Discount beer. Not the first time. Three in the stank. Going to be a killer someday. I have opinions. Yes, you do. <laughs> Hell yeah. Human ferret. We don't need them. No polar bears in England. Uniboob. <laughs> Triple nipples. Bacon's penis. All leftovers. The day I get some. Athletic, sleazy, and demure. The tit and the pendulum. <laughs> and butts in seats. All right. Oh. Let's do this. Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Corbs. <laughs> and I'm Kev. Apparently Corbs is busy. <laughs> Guys, what's got you geeked? Well, I have something I'm going to talk about later that has me geeked, so it kind of screwed me over for this part of the show. Plus, I didn't think about it until five minutes before I sat down here. Um, but I am uh, both excited and kind of sad about something. Uh, one of the favorite uh, non-alcoholic uh, breweries I found uh, is a brewery called Big Drop, and I, I may have men I've mentioned them in the past. Not going to go into it, that part of it, but they're closing down their online store. They're going to focus on distribution to stores and things in the areas, and their website's only going to be pointing you where you can find it locally, rather than selling it itself. Which makes me sad. But to offload the stock they have for that. They are doing a, a buy two, get two free plus free nice. shipping deal right now, which I just took advantage of. Um, so I, I'm happy I'm going to have a nice big package of a non-alcoholic Christmas beer on the way. Uh, but I'm kind of sad that I, I'm probably, I mean, it's not gonna, probably going to come to this area. You know, I, I doubt it. I mean, we, we don't get stuff that's on that macro of a level generally. Uh, and there, it's good shit. So if you can find, I mean, big drop. I mean, their, their IPAs are okay, but that galactic dark is freaking amazing. So I'm going to be sad to see him go, but happy I've got something. I've got beer mail coming. Perfect. Beer mail is always fun. Have like B2B2 instead of a BOGO. Yeah. And, and free shipping. I mean, basically it was $57 worth of beer, what it would have cost, but I'm getting it for $27.99 with the two free right. six packs and the free shipping. Awesome. Discount beer. Exactly. There you go. Uh, Corbs, what's got you geeked? Do you know who you're talking to? You started to say Kev. I uh, started to, but I, I caught it. <laughs> you did. Good catch. <laughs> um, well, I don't know if I mentioned it to you guys. I think I might have mentioned it. My son was trying out for the bowling team. Yes. Um, unfortunately, he did not make the team. <gasps> so he was the last kid cut. Oh. So... 
But it was good. He, he got to go and try out. He got to see what the tryouts were like. Um, coach gave him some stuff to work on. So we've taken a few weeks off because he they finished up the week before Thanksgiving. Tryouts were that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So Thursday he found out. So, um, so Wednesday night I went out and bought him a bowling ball and bowling bag and all that stuff. Cause this is something he really wants to keep on doing. So, but yeah, how much, does a, bowling, how much does a bowling ball cost? Uh, the one I got him was $129. Is that like it's, average? It's about average price. Yeah. Okay. There, there's more. There's some that are more expensive. There's. Some... I'm sure there are. I just, I, I have never seen a bowling ball in a store before. It was like, I mean, are we talking fifty, sixty dollars, one hundred and fifty? Well, you can. I mean, so here's the the deal. You can find them online cheaper because I found the bowling ball he wanted online for about forty dollars cheaper. Wow. I found it for about ninety bucks, but the, the drilling wasn't included. So if you buy it someplace, mm-hmm. you got to take it and get it drilled. They don't drill it for you. So the place I bought it, I bought it at the pro shop at Strike and Spare, which the guy there is fantastic. The $129 included the drilling. Don't some people bowl without putting their fingers in the holes? They just kind of crap. Yeah, there's there's a couple of the kids, a couple of kids that were trying out bowl with two fingers, and that's the new style. Two fingers. Oh, you don't put the the thumb in it. Don't put the thumb in it. But uh, the coach was saying this year when you first, yeah. No, it's the? it's the it's the middle two fingers, not your two, not the first two. It's your ring and your uh, your ring and your what is that? Middle finger. So uh, ah, that that would hurt. Yeah, so we put them in there. Well, then then there's this. Yeah, well, there's, uh, I can I think you got that the wrong way around. She's gonna yell. Is it that? No, it's it's this. There you go. The, the shocker. That's... Yeah, you don't put three What's in the that? stink. You do not put three in the stink. You probably could get What's three that? in the stink for some of them, but that's true. So yeah, so uh, you know, unfortunately, he didn't make the team. So we uh, Thursday that Thursday before Thanksgiving. So the week before Thanksgiving, that Thursday was was kind of rough when we got home. He was looking forward to to making the team, even if he didn't bowl every week. He was just looking forward to. This is the first time he's really kind of put himself out there in a team setting. I mean, he tried out for another thing called 4D. He didn't make that either. That was more grades. That was more his from last year um, with him being homeschooled last year, that, like everybody was basically we're schooling from home. Um, so this is the first team thing he's done. And he really wanted it and, and he did make it. But uh, coach told him he's got a good chance of making it next year if he practices. So we've, we decided to take probably about a month or so off Sorry, to probably till after Christmas, first of the year, and then we'll go back every week and every Saturday or whatever and bowl a few games or whatnot and whatnot. Nice. So, so hey, just, just looking forward to it. So, take it from a kid that was always picked last, right? Going in the service, learning how to kill people fixes all those bad feelings. <laughs> nice. So, the other thing he uh, he downloaded uh, Halo Infinite on his computer he's been playing that with his buddies so he uh his buddies wanted him to play halo for the longest time like wanted him to play wanted him to play and he wouldn't get halo 5 or whatever but for some reason he didn't want it but then all of a sudden they, this one came out and he was able to download it and play on his pc so him and his buddies have been doing that so 
So he's he's found his way his way to to get around his sadness, I guess you would call it. But you know, nice. He's a kid. He 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 perseveres and moves on and and whatnot. So, but hopefully failure, next year, failure builds character. It certainly does. I mean, look at me. You can't look at you, all of us. You can't understand what success is if you never fail. Exactly. So, that you know what, Kevin? I'll let you that, know. That, that when is I get something. There. He only the only people who fail say because <laughs> I'm guessing somebody who succeeds their very first time would never say that. No one, no one succeeds 100 of the time. It's not possible. That is true. Not possible. On that note, I'm gonna go home now. He's <laughs> done. <laughs> Kev, what's got you geeked? I got a theme tonight. I bet you can't tell what it is. Dude, I play it every week. You're good. Don't worry. Huh? What? You're... I was going to say bones, but. <laughs> oh, it's not. The shirt has nothing to do with it. I just oh. found the shirt in my closet. My, I just my, to wear it. my son had that shirt. Does that shirt glow in the dark? It does. Yeah. My son had that one. He got that one for Christmas. Not for Christmas. Halloween one year. He had to, he yep. had to wear a Funny shirt that for Halloween, and that was the shirt he picked out. Oh, wow, exactly. Kev, you're, you're dressed like Corb's son. There you Fuck go. Yeah. You have succeeded, man. That fucking kid's cool. I told you. <laughs> He's going to be a fucking killer someday. There it is. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, there's a theme. There's a theme for this evening, and I've been planning it for a whole hour and a half. That's what's got me geeked. And Perfect. Guys, and that, guys, that's also just a tease, right? I'm going to figure it out. Is it like tickling somebody's nutsack or something like that? Mm, tickling my own nutsack. I think his theme is he's going to drink as much beer as possible and be <laughs> hammered by the end. That's and not the first time. That's not the first time it's happened. Especially for the four of us. Right. Um, so two things have got me geeked. One, um, I, I, I'm boosted. Went got my uh my booster shot today. You know, refilled my nanotech. That is not what I thought you meant. I thought you were talking about you had a booster seat or something. <laughs> I thought you had something in your ass. Whoa! No, no. That's called plugged, not boosted. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, the other thing that's got me geeked, um, more so is um, hey guys, remember when we had that you know shop geek pod Zazzle store? <gasps> yeah, yes. yeah, we still do. And we got new products. I know where this is going. No, you don't, because I'm not revealing that part yet. Oh, okay. Um, but we uh, we have masks with the GeekPod logo on it. Call that. And um, let's see if this works out. We also have brand new 2021 style GeekPod shirts that just came in today. There it oh, is. Nice. Nice. There we go. Okay. Now Hugh's going to be like, same thing it always looks like, right? Well, look yeah. at the back instead. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Oh, nice. There it is. Dude. Yeah. That is going to be so pertinent once that actually happens. <laughs> right? Oh, that, is it a black shirt? With that one is a logo? black shirt, but we can do it on okay. gray. No, I like that. No, uh, a black with the green logo under the gray, you know, yes. shirts we have. That'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. Yes. Um, but no, since since you're you were already starting to throw it out there, Kev, we'll talk about what's next. Um, oh. 
You're going to reveal it? I'm going to reveal I can't show anything because we don't have any samples whoa, or anything whoa, finalized whoa. yet. Yep, just here we go, boys. Sh- no, just... <clears throat> I'm really showing. <laughs> words I'm, really don't want to go no. I'm going to need a lot more to drink. <laughs> I am currently... But, but you, just, you just admitted that there is a point at which you can be that drunk and it's okay. So Yeah. We learned no something doubt. about you. No doubt. I uh, am currently in talks not with Zazzle, um, but with a local company to produce um, embroidered geek pod fitted caps. Fitted like hats? Like mine, like like oh. what I wear now. Um, they're working on digitizing our logo for us and figuring out exactly which fitted caps to use. But, and I mean, obviously the first one you're going to see rocking it is me because I selfishly want a geek pod fitted hat to rock like I normally do with everything else. Um, so we're working out the design. I'm not sure if the full logo is going to be on the back like this here, or if that's going to go on the front of the hat and then on, on which everyone is the opposite is just going to be the text logo, the new text logo that uh, I posted to Facebook today, the more pared down without the glow. That's almost basically just like, a, um, the neon green outline. So those Very are cool. coming. I, I can't quote what the pricing will be on those yet we got to figure all that out we also have to figure out if they make one big enough to fit my head um well they they either come in small medium or large extra large so that's that's iffy we, we might it might have to make you a uh, a knit cap you'll have to go that oh. route oh well, we'll see a toque you're gonna do toques i mean once they digitize our logos for embroidery this opens up for everything dude i want a toque Dude, I just I need bandanas, the fitted bandanas I wear. I can make that happen too. That that we can make happen now with just the logos we have. Oh, you make so. condoms? What a great idea. See? Yeah. Lots we got of places the, to go. But we just com- need condoms. <laughs> yeah, you can you that guy can be, you know, stick some geek pod in your woman or something like that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We can all be doing her at the same time. <laughs> I'm sure she'd love that. Jesus. You know, geek pod condoms would be a hot thing to just put a bowl of them on a table at a convention. I don't know people would always me. remember us. Right after they kick us out, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we could be like, you know, we're we're a nerd podcast. Here, take these. We don't need them. Yeah, we don't we don't understand how to use these anyway. <laughs> I'll never use this. Here, have some. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I was pretty psyched about that. Kev knew about the the hats coming because we've been bouncing ideas back and forth. I believe I asked for it. You I may have got it started. Yeah. This might be enough to get me to start wearing hats because I don't. Seriously, I'll take one of those. I, I asked for a hat that I would like to wear like an adult, not like a 12-year-old. Yeah, that, that was a... Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's... uh. That that's what's got me pretty jacked at this point. I'm I can't wait for the the deal to get done and get these hats into production so I can actually have my own. Nice, nice. How much are they charging you uh, for all of the uh, digitizing of the uh, logo? Let, let's not do that. Okay. Let's, let's... I was gonna say I've looked into that before, which is why we we went with Zazzle. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just say I'm able to make it happen right now. All this for a hat for myself that's where it all stems from is selfishly i want a fitted hat guys we all need to think of a geek pod product that's incredibly impractical that we really want that we can make him think is awesome i just thought of one so 
Oh, me too. Condoms. The condoms me aren't going to work, guys. That's just, I, I want make them print, in my size anyway. <laughs> I want printed Yeti mugs. I bet you do. Kind of cool. No, I've seen extra small gag ones at Spencer's fault. Yeah, but I don't think we can get the Geekpad logo on them. That's the problem. <laughs> make it really small. <laughs> I've seen them at Welch Allen too. They usually have you put your fin- put your fingers in them for, like, working on the assembly line. Cu- design custom design branded condoms. Ten condoms oh, for twenty nine ninety. Did you work at Welch Allen, Paul? A long, long time ago. Yes. Really? Yeah. That was Skinny Alice. Yep. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you sometime about that work that I did for him. Nice. You'll have to. You worked on the assembly line out there? Nope. I didn't. Hey, you. You. Paul. Yes. That was a while ago. Long time ago. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. In a galaxy far, far away? No, oh. just in Skinny Alice. He, oh. he's... At the galaxy far, far away. Yes. It is a whole different world out there. It I'll is. tell you that. It is. It is. <laughs> um, guys, what are, uh, what are you playing? Well, I am really, really looking forward to never having to play uh, Valhalla again. I am... Near the end, I'm now 186 hours on my save file. I have completed the main game. I thought I was done. I get back to the home base and this Tombs of the Forgotten popped up. Uh, and I'm going around grabbing the stuff I didn't get before and just making sure I've mopped up every mission. I'm not doing the fucking festival missions or any of that optional bullshit. I'm just looking at the main stuff. And I am... My goal is to finish uh, at about 200 hours. I think that's enough of this game. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just, I'm over it. It's been over a year Mm -hmm. and I have put so much time into it. Um, For Christmas, I've asked um, Santa to bring me, you know, either Ghosts of uh, Tishimua or whatever. I don't know what it's Japanese. Another open world game that I can probably dump a year into. And also Cyberpunk 2077 now that it's apparently running well. Ooh, did they finally fix it? Well, they've, they've got it mostly fixed, runs good on the PS5, and they just announced that in the beginning of the year, they are doing a free upgrade, next-gen upgrade. So if I get the PS4 version now, let's say I get Ghosts as well, I'll play that. Early in the year, I get a free upgrade to the PS5 version, which should be close to their original vision for the game. Nice. And, and uh, Kev, you, uh, you said, ooh, are you familiar with the game? Just the uh, just the whole you know news around it. I've been, I've heard a lot about it. I've seen a lot of the different products that have come out of the uh, cyberpunk um, you know mythos. You know since yeah. this game's come out, been an awful lot of talk about it and an awful lot of you know hype over it. And yeah. a lot of hurt feelings when it first came I, there, out. There were there were technical problems, and I, I guess part of it was they had to scale back a lot of stuff mm. to get it to run properly on mm. current gen systems. I, actually, not current gen now, current gen then. Um, like for instance, they originally showed streets with all sorts of people and stuff, and now when you're driving a car, there's almost no cars on the road because they they had to pull things back. Hopefully that gets fixed. But what they have fixed in the past year of uh, updates has got the game running fairly well. There are people who have played through with one or two glitches. I also have a coworker who played it, and uh, we had a pretty uh, lengthy discussion about it. And she told me that it, it, the world really drew her in, that it was really cool. And that's kind of what I'm looking. Now, this is going to be a jump for me because I thought about it. And for about the past three years, I've been playing nothing but Assassin's Creed games. 
So the idea of me riding something that isn't a horse is going to be weird. You know, I usually, you know, getting in a car and driving around using guns, it's going to be strange, but uh, you know, I, I think it's time for a change. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Also, as a side note, um, Rocket League Sideswipe came out for mobile devices this past week, uh, both Android and Apple. It's basically a 2D version of Rocket League, which is, you know, is a, it, basically it's, it's soccer with cars. Um, very hugely yeah. popular game. Uh, apparently, it's a really cool game. I have not played it, but I downloaded this version, and uh, it seems pretty cool. Uh, definitely pared down or whatever, but it seems like it could be a good thing for on the go or on the toilet or whatever. Just wanted to put out a warning there on my phone. Um, the haptic feedback, it buzzed the entire time, not just when I was hitting boost. Oh. So I had to go in, I shut it off and it still did it. So I'm not really able to play it, but I've not seen anyone mention that in any reviews. So it might be specific to my model of phone. Um, Interesting. But I mean, from what I played of it, I was like, hey, this looks like it could be really cool if I could get good at it. But I also wanted at some point, and we can come back to this later since I brought up my phone. Kev, did we talk? Do you have your phone now? Your new phone? Okay, yeah, we definitely got to talk about that because I want to know what you think of it. I have opinions. <laughs> yeah? Oh, you don't? Oh, that's not good. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. <laughs> Should have went with the eight, not the nine. Hmm. That's what she said. Two holes are better than one. She couldn't find a condom to fit the nine. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, anybody else actually playing anything? Uh, Nothing just been, new. Yeah, just messing around with Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Uh, I, re- I realized I was going through it. I realized that there was an entire section that I just did the, the, the main mission on that didn't collect any of the artifacts or nice so i was like crap i gotta go back through so i started going back through i got one more section i've got or at least one more section i've got to finish up i realized then i realized like halfway through you can go back to finland you can go Mm -hmm. back to i was like i couldn't i didn't realize that like i was looking to try to find like polar bear fur i was running around the freaking snow in england couldn't find any polar bears anywhere no polar bears in england (laughs) what i i finally realized that i actually I was like, I looked it up online, or I looked it up on the thing, and I said, go here. And I'm like, where are these places? So I went back to <laughs> where I started, and I was like, oh, it's right there. Went up there, found like four or five polar bears. I'm like, son of a bitch. Ah, that reminds me, um, now that you're saying that, and that makes me think of when we talked about a year ago in Norway, and that one guy that we found in the cave, and he just completely whooped our asses, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I made a video this week, Paul. I used the... Um, the video editor that comes with the PlayStation 5, and I need to get this to you. Um, I made a a video of me fighting three different boss battles just to show you how ridiculously overpowered I am at at max. Uh, It's it's insane, and I I have to to throw it on a USB drive because you can only share it to fucking YouTube. Of course. YouTube or, or Discord, or I can share it to a friend. Uh, on PlayStation, which I could share it to you there, but I don't know. But then what am I going to do with it from there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have to plug a USB drive into it to get it off there, but I'm going to do that and get that to you. So I don't know if you want to throw it up during the show so everybody can see it or whatever, but it's, it's stupid. Perfect. (laughs) Guy's like, Oh, I'm going to kill you with this. (laughs) He's dead. (laughs) And I would just like to point out circling back to it. Um, 
You were talking about the the guy that whooped your asses because I beat him first round. Oh, okay. Yes. Just uh, I really? obviously really? I fell backwards into that somehow because I shouldn't have beaten him at that point. But yeah, I, I just completely it. stomped him. And that was probably the last boss that I stomped successfully. <laughs> Where are you all in that game anyway? But still in the same place I was the last time we had that discussion. I haven't, I haven't gone back to it. Um, it's been a while. I don't remember now. Yeah, I'm not sure where, where I am. I think I just finished up snotting something, snotting ham, snotting shire. I don't know. Yeah. Something like something that. Like that. So there's, I think there's one more that I've got to do. But like I said, I I was trying to get to that one spot and I realized that I like went through Essex and I didn't get any of the gold, any of the wealth or I was like, son of a bitch, this was like six months ago I didn't do all this stuff. So I was like going back through it and picking these things off. I remember where I was. I was banging Sigurd's wife. That's that's yeah. where I was. Yeah. And when he goes back, he can't do that anymore. I tried. <laughs> She didn't um, like that. Well, I mean, you'll, you'll get to again, though. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, and now, um, as for me, um, I've uh, I've dove back into Avengers because the new mm-hmm. um, expansion just came out with for the PlayStation at least, uh, adding Spider-Man to the game. And I say dove back in, meaning. It's running the updates and everything because, you know, why wouldn't it be like a 60 gig update to do it? So hmm. it's always fun. Always, always a good time. Speaking of Spider-Man, and we will later too. Um, I saw a third trailer the other day because my daughter was like, oh, I heard about a trailer at school. I'm like, I already saw that because they dropped a trailer. But she insisted she that her friend said there was a new trailer. I went and looked. And I saw a trailer that had three Spider-Men show up at the end, but I cannot find any talk about it on the internet. Was this something somebody made? It's yeah. gotta be, because they're still dancing around that. See, Kev's- no, I, I thought this was well known. I mean, it's well known, but they're denying it. Because of the breach of the multiverse, I thought the other, I thought the whole idea was that the fact that the other Spider-Men are gonna come through and help them out. Like I said, I, it's well known, but they're denying it. Yeah, the, the, and, and I'm just, like, confused because I found this trailer on YouTube in a place where it looked like a legitimate trailer. Huh. Interesting. Like Spider-Man uh, mm. No Way Home Trailer 3. Oh. Um, yeah, so I wanted to bring it up to you. So clearly this is not a thing. That must have been something somebody made. If it was, it was really good. Hmm. I mean, from what I've heard from the very beginning of this, that's always been understood, is that this is going to be basically you know, Spider-Man into the multiverse kind of thing. Yeah, but not officially. Everybody has been saying that they know that's happening, but Sony has denied it. The actors denied it. Everybody's yeah, denied it. But every preview and everything they've talked about is all about this whole multiverse breach. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it's about. So they, they've can... confirmed everything but the other Spider-Man. Like, we know yeah. that the, the bad guys from the other movies are in it, but yeah. they, have, they have not officially said the other Spider-Man are in it. And Andrew Garfield said this past week, I'm sick of people asking me about it. You'll get to watch the movie and either I'm in it or I'm not. Right. Yeah. I saw that too. He said, basically he's done talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever. I hear you. Well, it looks like it's time Kev for Kev's tabletop review. 
And the game I have for you tonight uh, fits into the theme. Oh, boy, you're going to like this one. Cowboy Bebop Space Serenade. This is a card builder game. And, boy, does it look like a lot of fun. I, another one that I don't have, but one that I will have soon. More on that later. Uh, but, honestly... This game looks absolutely fantastic. If you have spent any time at all spending, you know, playing or, 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 or watching any of the Cowboy Bebop uh, Japanese anime or perhaps the new hmm, Netflix live action, maybe this game would appeal to you because you get to play the actual characters from the show oh it's fantastic you get the 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 features and the benefits of all the different characters and you can build on their abilities while you try to collect woo which is the universe money uh that they're in or you can uh try to get fuel to get to your next job very 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 cool game by everything that I can see, they've got great um, little little characters for the game, little little figures that you play with the game, and the cards and pieces that come with the game, very high quality. If you look at BoardGameGeek.com and you look up Cowboy Bebop, and that's B-E-P or B-E-B-O-P, B-E-B-O-P, Bebop. Um, if you look it up and you look up Space Serenade you'll find that it's a uh, card builder game for two to four players uh, or deck builder, they call it deck builder, in which you play one of four members of the famous Bebop crew. Each player tries to prove that he is the best bounty hunter uh, by getting the most reputation points at the end of the game. To do so, they will have to capture the criminals wanted by the ISSP in the spirit of limited collaboration. So it's a collaboration game. The ultimate goal, of course, is to catch the infamous, yep, you know him, you love him, the infamous Vicious. If you were to get him and kill him, yes, you would win the game in high style. Not the only way to win the game, of course, but uh, the, obviously the, the, the preferred way to win the game. What does it all mean? What is Cowboy Bebop? More on that later. All right. Well, I think on that note, it's a, it's a pretty good time to kick it to commercial, and then we'll come back and do the news. Stick with us, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics.
Now, before you rush to Wikipedia to make sure there wasn't also a Transformer named Omicron, I know you can hear it. Imagine Peter Cullen saying, you will never overcome the honor of my Autobot friends, Omicron. You know I'm right. Don't hate me for it. Now, here's the news. First up, Attack of the Three-Hour Show. To my delight and glee, the G4 TV resurrection is live and Attack of the Show is back. G4 TV returned late last month with many revamped classics, including X-Play, still starring Adam Sessler. He's got a bit of the I live in an RV look going for him these days, but he's still as sharp as ever. The real story is the return of the nude, ner- nude, <laughs> nude. The Nerd Mecha News and Variety Series Attack of the Show. Now also a streaming show, the premiere was nearly three hours long. They have real-time audience participation by voting in chat and interacting with the chatters via a whiteboard during the commercials that are shown on the TV version. Early days yet, but it feels like going home. Completely live and aware of the mistakes they make. I think that if they can package an edited version for TV as well, this could be a revival on the right track. And who doesn't need more Kevin Pereira in their lives? Next up, Spider-Man No Way to Buy Tickets. The secondary market for tickets for the new Spider-Man movie on eBay is exploding. Tickets in high-demand locations like New York City and Los Angeles are posting as high as $25,000. In fact, the highest confirmed sale for a ticket so far is $25,000. I'll repeat that. 20 motherfucking five motherfucking thousand motherfucking dollars. Fans in Mexico were filmed getting in a fistfight over pre-sale tickets. It's the highest pre-sold movie since Endgame and may even eclipse that number before it opens its theatrical run. Now, oh. don't get me wrong. I am excited for this movie. But if I'm ever given the choice to buy a small house or go see a movie, I'll wait for digital. And finally, interview with an OCD vampire. Fresh off the pile of shit that was Prisoners of Ghostland, human ferret Nicolas Cage is set to star as the infamous Count Dracula in a new film, Renfield. Written by Chris McKay and Walking Dead creator and destroyer Robert Kirkman, it opens on Nicholas Holt's character, R.M. Renfield, during his stay in a psychiatric facility. Renfield was the guy that eats bugs and shows up in all the Dracula films, even when he isn't really part of the story. This seems to be part of Universal's 37th attempt to revive the Universal Monsters as a franchise. After failing with one of the biggest names on the planet in Tom Cruise with The Mummy, they've now done a 180 and decide to go with probably the one actor I would have bet money no one would pick for Dracula. Now, I love Nick Cage, but I would pick Pauly Shore for Dracula before him. He's best left as strange, low-budget screenplays written with him in mind. I can only imagine this as him channeling his inner William Shatner to deliver Bella Lugosi's iconic lines, and not something we really needed. As for Nicholas Holt's career, sorry, bud. Better luck next time. And that's the news, kids. Now, don't be sad about the better-looking finger on a really ugly hand, Chris Cuomo, being suspended from CNN this week. He did bad, and he admitted it. We have to hold everyone accountable on all sides, or our ugly finger-pointing means nothing. Paul? In other news, the Chinese ideogram for trouble depicts two women living under one roof. Back to you, Corbs. Definitely trouble. Definitely two women under one roof. How do you follow that? Well, apparently you finish chewing what's in your mouth first. Oh, 
movie I got this week is an oldie. It was remade. And Kev, you were trying to figure out the, the, the names of mine. I know, I know that name. So, well, I'm going to give you the movie right now. It's Total Recall. I love Total Recall. I love it. <laughs> Great movie. Yes, it is. So this is this is, but this is the Total Recall starring Schwarzenegger, not Farrell. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the original, the better one, the better one. Well, I gotta say, better actor wise, actress wise, I gotta go with Jessica Biel. But besides that, mm. so this is the my take on it. Plagued by a, a vivid and distressing vision of colonized Mars, the ordinary construction worker Douglas Quaid has an unquenchable desire to travel to unknown dis- the unknown distant red planet to decipher his recurring nightmares. Quaid enlists the help of a memory implant company called Recall Inc. to purchase a cheap alternative their recollection of the ID- ideal virtual vacation. Instead, the procedure backfires and what Quaid uses, used to receive as reality is no more. Now someone has put a target on his back and bullets start flying. The answer that Quaid is seeking are on Mars. However, is what is real? What is a dream? Are Quaid and his family prepared for the total recall? Again, it stars Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, a little unknown actress at the time, Sharon Stone. Yeah, I come to find out that this was like her fourth movie. Um, it was directed by Paul, not that Paul, Ver- Verhoeven, I think is how you pronounce his last name. He's done some pretty good movies. Robo, he did Robo, the original Robocop, Total Recall, Basic Instinct, Showgirls, Starship Troopers, and Hollow Man. Mm, those, are, those, are, those are like the middle movies that he's done. He did a few before and a couple after, but those are kind of the big action movies, if you think about it, you know, late 90, late 80s, early 90s start, you know, action movies that we all recollect, Total Recall, um, yeah. RoboCop, Starship Troopers, and stuff like that. So, can, can I Hollow, just throw, go ahead, go ahead. And Hollow Man, the one that gave us uh, the invisible inside out picture of Kevin ba- Bacon's penis. Correct. And, and, and can I just say that Starship Troopers was like one of the first like mainstream, like like big movies mm-hmm. that did CG in a way that made it look like it was absolutely fucking real. Agreed. I remember Dina Meyer, but Verhoeven was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. So those are some of the big his big action movies he did. I mean, I was when I looked at it, I was you know I was shocked that he did Showgirl. I was shocked that he did Basic Instinct too. I didn't think that. I mean, Showgirls is considered probably the worst movie ever made. Depends on what you're looking for. Right. True. Right. True. So, but, I mean, I, I like the movie. I watch it when it's on. I do tend to watch the newer one, too, every once in a while. You know, just for a laugh. And what? I've never seen the new one. You, you haven't seen <clears throat> Stay with the old one. The Total Recall? You, don't, you haven't seen the new one? Not the new one. Yeah. Saw the I original. just saw... I just saw the whole thing recently, and I know now why I never watched it. Yeah, yeah, the original is, is far better. So yeah, it is. So. Yes, yeah, no, because it's triple nipples. Mm. That's all I got to say. 
You know, it's amazing that you bring up showgirls because just this evening, as I am putting dinner together, I had a thought come to my head. What happens when Corbs runs out of classic movies? And I'm like, oh, I know. We can have him and his girlfriend remo- or review very uncomfortable movies, like movies you wouldn't want to watch with your girlfriend together. And Showgirls was the first one that came to mind. Yeah, it wouldn't be uncomfortable for us. Well, okay. I don't know the dynamics of your relationship, <laughs> but for some couples, that would be really weird. And I'm yeah. sure we can think of some other ones that would be I'm weird. Sure, too. Probably good. Any type of a horror movie, because I hate them and she loves them. So. I'll be the guy in the corner crying and curled up like a little bitch. I'm not afraid wow. to admit it. I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm just not. Okay. I'm, I'm strong with my masculinity. I hate horror movies. I'm not going to lie. Hey, that's okay. You don't have to love them. It's okay. So we got Hugh for it. That's his wheelhouse. Yes. But uh, what, what, do you, what do you give Total Recall for stars? Three stars. Well, our good friend Roger Ebert gave it three and a half stars. I just talked to him yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Ouija board? At a you saying it's very dark where he is. Good. <clears throat> and he had this to say about Total Recall back in 1990. There may be people who overlook the Arnold Schwarzenegger performance in Total Recall who think he isn't really acting. But the performance is one of the reasons the movie works so well. He isn't a Superman this time, although he fights like one. He's confused and frightened. He's a confused and frightened innocent, a man betrayed by the structure of reality itself. And in his vulnerability, he opens the way for Total Recall to be more than simply an action, violence, and special effects extravaganza. Triple nipples. There is a lot of action and violence in the movie. And triple nipples. Yes, (laughs) and almost every shot seems to embody some sort of special effect. This is one of the most complex and visually interesting science fiction movies in a long time. But the plot, based on a story by the great science fiction writer, Philip K. Dick, enters on an intriguing idea. What would happen if you could be supplied with memories? If your entire past, right up until the moment, until this moment, could be plugged into your brain, replacing the experiences you had really lived through. That's what seems to happen to Quaid, the Schwarzenegger character in Total Recall. Although at times neither he nor we can be quite sure. We meet him in a future world where he lives in a comfortable apartment with his loving blonde wife and goes off to work every day at a construction job. His life seems idyllic. But he keeps having these dreams about Mars, dreams that finally inspire him to sign up for a, sign up with a strange kind of travel agency that provides you with the memory of a vacation instead of a real one. What they do is they strap you into a machine and beam the memories into your mind so that it seems utterly convincing to you that you've been to Mars and done some dangerous spying there and fall in love with, with the brunette of your specifications. Quaid specifies she be Athletic, sleazy, and demure. Before long, sure enough, Quaid seems to be on Mars, involved in some secret spy stuff, and in the arms of his custom-ordered brunette, played by Rachel Tycotton. But, is this a packaged memory or a real experience? The movie toys tantalizingly with the possibilities, especially in a scene where a convincing doctor and Quaid's own wife... (laughs) 
Can, can we change this to Corb's movie review and Paul's nap time? I mean, you can even get your own little jingle. Yeah, right seriously. Paul, like, well, if you're going to be bored, I mean, come on. Yeah, I finish. <laughs> Quaid's own wife. Triple nipples and finish. Played by Sharon Stone. Let me hold on a second. Jesus fucking Christ. If you fucking wake up next to Sharon Stone, you got to know right then you're fucking dreaming. It's all okay. Saying. Well, you that are or, or you're screwed because she's fucking crazy. There's that too. <laughs> and then you got Adam Sandler and some high and grown ups. I mean, okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. All right. Sorry. Triple nipples. <clears throat> So the convincing doctor and Quaid's own wife, played by Sharon Stone, appear in his dream to try to talk him down from it. Meanwhile, the plot, dream or not, unfolds. Mars is in the midst of a revolutionary war between the forces of Kohagen, a mercenary captain of industry, played by Ronnie Cox, and a small band of rebels. There is a mystery involving a gigantic reactor that was apparently built by aliens on Mars a million years ago and has been uncovered during mining operations. And can the brunette trust Quaid, even though he doesn't remember that they were once lovers? Hmm. Total Recall moves back and forth between various versions and levels of reality, while at the same time filling its screen with a future world rich with details. The red planet Mars is created in glorious visual splendor, and the inside of the Mars station looks like a cross between Times Square and a submarine. Strange creatures pop up, including mutants, weird three-breathed strippers, (laughs) And a team of hitmen led by Richter, played by Michael Ironside, Cohagen's most vicious lieutenant. The movie is wall-to-wall with violence, much of it augmented by special effects. Even in this future world, people haven't been able to improve on the machine gun as a um, weapon of murder. Holy shit, I thought I was done. Even though you'd imagine that firearms of all kind would be outlawed inside an airtight dome, there are indeed several sequences in which characters are sucked outside when the air seal is broken. But that doesn't stop the movie's villains from demonstrating the one inevitable fact of movie marksmanship. Bad guys never hit their target, and good guys never miss. Not that it makes the slightest difference, but the science in this movie is laughable throughout. No shit. Much is made, for example, of a scene where characters find themselves outside on Mars and immediately begin to expand, their eyes popping and their faces swelling. As Arthur C. Clarke has written an essay about his 2001, a man would not explode even in the total vacuum of deep space. But he might take a nap. Possibly. <clears throat> Forever. <laughs> What's even more unlikely is that after the alien reactors are started and quickly provide Mars with an atmosphere, the endangered characters are spared from explosion. Such quibbles, and pages could be filled with them, are largely irrelevant to Total Recall, which is a marriage between swashbuckling space opera and the ideas of the original Philip Dick story. The movie was directed by Paul Verhoeven, whose credits range from The Fourth Man to RoboCop. And he is skilled at creating sympathy for characters, even within the overwhelming hardware of a story like this. That's where Schwarzenegger is such a help. He could have stalked and glowered through this movie and become a figure of fun. But instead, by allowing himself to seem confused and vulnerable, he provides a sympathetic center for all of his high-tech spectacle. And what really made that whole thing hard is they misspelled brunette through the whole fucking thing. So, so 
I think why this movie works. I mean, if you're not, you have to ignore the scientific fallacy. You have to just envelop yourself in the story. If you just, if you just concentrate on the story, the movie works fine. I mean, if you want, if you want a scientific accurate, you know, accurate type thing, then you got to watch something else. Yeah. But you, you know, three breasted women are not a good idea. I know you guys think they are, but I just want you to think about something. She looked great right there. She's a stripper. She's in her 20s. She starts pushing 40. Those things are hanging down and because there's three of them. When she walks, it's going to be a pendulum. They're not going to bounce. They're going to go. Not my problem. Boom, boom, boom. Not my problem. Yeah, until one hits you while you're walking down the street and knocks you over. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming they make three-breasted bras Regular bras too. don't work right for women. So how's a three-breasted bra going to work? Just use the, the stretchy elastic banding stuff. You're all set. Staples. Staples? Have you tried staples? <laughs> I suppose if you staple them together like this and make one big boob. And... A unibob. I, I don't think they'd like that. Unibob. I like that movie. I, I, I'll watch it when, it when it's on. You know, I, I don't go looking for it, but if it's on, I'll watch it. Yeah, but if, yeah, if I come across it, I'll, I'll leave it on for a little bit here and there. <clears throat> so. Nice. But I mean, you know, you've got a good cast. I mean, Schwarzenegger, Stone, you know, Ironside. It's yeah. a great cast. You know, they, they work together. And, you know, Schwarzenegger made another movie I think is similar to this. It's along the same kind of, you know, genre, same kind of you know, film type of, 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 yeah. you know, quality. All the way. <laughs> and that's not the one I was thinking of. It's that one where uh, he's a pilot of some sort and he, they make a duplicate of him. Sixth day. Twins? Sixth day. Is that what it is? Sixth day. Yep. I mean, it's very similar to, in my mind, it's very similar in that, you know, he has to figure out there's a, there's a time component, I think. Is that is that the one? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that one. Yeah. I, I, I mean just he made a few movies that are, you know, very, very similar all in a you know very short period of time. So if you're I mean if you're a fan of the genre, you're you're fine. You don't care about the 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 accuracy. I mean accuracy went out the window with the triple nipples. I mean that's <laughs> Listen, you oh, get exposed oh, 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 oh. to Martian freaking radiation, you might grow a third breast. Paul, based on what I just said, the tit in the pendulum. <laughs> a sequel. I, I don't think you could use that, but uh, always right, good to have an Edgar Allan Poe reference. There was a porn name that. Probably. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Well, I mean, he had a he had a porn name, Shaving Ryan's Privates. So, <laughs> yeah, but we're, but we're talking about an obscure. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, that's I don't know. The, I, I'm going to look it up because we can do that. Yes, but as long as it doesn't grind the show to a halt. <clears throat> um, oh, no, you guys are talking. So, because I wasn't here last week, did you guys talk Thanksgiving at all? We, we talked about how somebody couldn't show up because they were prepping for Thanksgiving. <laughs> really? I don't know. Why would you talk about Kevin like that? I remember seeing him there. <laughs> it happens. It does. Yeah, it was forgiven. Trust me. I, I was making a fucking turkey. 
making the turkey. Cooked the turkey. We took we cooked the turkey the night before, and then uh, just reheated it. The next so it's all leftovers on Thanksgiving. Well, perfect. My uh, my aunt from South Carolina. My mom had talked to her, and she said that she cooks the turkey the night before. Oh yeah. And then cuts off all the meat and puts it in like gallon bags. With the ju- with the juice and whatnot, and then yeah. the next day takes it and throws it in a, a pan and cooks it in the oven, and it's it's so moist. It was it was oh my god, moist was not the word. And the flavor, unreal. Yeah. That's the way to do it. It's always better the second day. Yep. So then, my mom makes stuffing that we all we all die for. So. Uh, she put sausage in it. Oh, she put sausage in it. She puts onion, celery. Like three sticks of butter. Oh. My, yeah. my wife makes an amazing sausage stuffing, but she makes it with toasted croissants and pecans. No, she doesn't. No, she yeah, doesn't. She does. No, she doesn't. She does <laughs> the day I get some. <laughs> Dude, you, you can say that all you want, but it doesn't change reality. I've been eating it for no, years. No, no, no. no. I just no, had no, no. some for lunch. Nope. <laughs> when I get some, then it's awesome. So yeah, so that's that's the one thing I like about Thanksgiving. Okay, Kevin. <laughs> so <laughs> I just wondered if you guys talked about shit like that. Besides no, the fact we, that some jackass couldn't show up. No, we didn't really hit too much on Thanksgiving if I well, remember. I mean last week it hadn't week. happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I get that, but the show usually drops on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we can't talk about something that hasn't happened for a show that releases on Friday. Especially since every time we try to, we fuck it up. And to even make things crazier, I didn't have Thanksgiving until Saturday. So. Oh, that's right. That's what you missed was him having to postpone Thanksgiving for COVID. Oh, I, I had three. I had three Thanksgivings. I'm good. I'm still having Thanksgivings. It's still <laughs> in the fridge. By the way, I did find something. Uh, looks like there's a humor Facebook group, and all it says is "The Tit and the Pendulum" by Edgar Allan Pornos. Sweet, <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. So, uh, what do you guys say? We uh, we cut to commercial and we wrap this thing up. Sounds like a plan. Okay. All right, stick with us, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. Okay, guys, WTF file, ready? So I'm leaving Target last night. In the doorway is apparently an employee leaving for the night. 
she's engaged in some last minute chatter with a coworker. I guess she's a, a late middle-aged woman. I'd say around 60. Uh, I mean, since we're, you know, mid forties, at least we really can't say that these are old people anymore. Um, I can do what I want. As long as Demara says yep. you can, we know. Gamara. God damn it. Do I see? I do it every time. It's, it's a mispronunciation. Crap. No wonder I, she hates you. Seriously. Uh, yeah. How long have we known each other? Yeah, but I'm horrible with pronunciations on everybody. Don't. Oh, you're just a jackass. Finish your story. Yeah. Seriously. Come on. What the fuck? Don't you have a turkey to make? <laughs> I have a turkey to eat. <laughs> right. So anyway, I, I come to a stop at the door since she's blocking it. She notices me waiting and, and starts through the door as she wraps up her talk. She turns to me with a grin and says, okay, let's go home. Guys, I shit you not. I did not miss a beat. I looked her square in the eyes, stone serious, and said, well, I don't think my wife will like it, but I'm game. <laughs> the broad cackles and straight took off out the door. <laughs> Oh, and I knew oh, you guys would appreciate great. that. One. You called her bluff. Yes, <laughs> that you did. Uh, did you scream "coward" at her as she ran across the parking lot? <laughs> Chased her out of the parking lot. <laughs> she sure Wait, come back, coward! She's like, "You fucking whore!" <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you just took it to a different place. I totally did. And no, just, no, I was no, Kevin, Kevin took it. Oh, me? Oh, 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 yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, do we have anything else we want to hit up on, or we want to start I right into know. what we're watching? What are we doing? We can go into midstream. All right. Um, I've got some interesting, well, an interesting thing to bring up this week. So, uh, we're out of Marvel movies and shit. We're always looking for stuff to watch with the kid. And in preparation for No Way Home, I decided she needs to watch the original five movies or she's not going to know where all these characters are coming from. Now, I dreaded this, especially with the original trilogy, because it's an older movie. And uh, so I, I put them on. I'm thinking she's going to be like, oh, this is stupid. She loved it. She loves Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. She actually likes him better than Tom Holland. Wow. And she was wicked engaged through the, the whole thing. Uh, that really blew my mind, and it was nice to revisit those, even the, the third one. Uh, and then we got into uh, the Andrew Garfield movies, and we're about halfway through The Amazing Spider-Man 2 as of tonight. Uh, this takes time because, you know, her OCD and craziness will like, get so nutty that we have to stop watching a movie, even if we have time left to, because she just can't sit anymore. Um, but she seems to be enjoying that as well. One thing that really struck me, and I want to get your opinion on this, as much as I, I appreciate Tom Holland in the role I don't think we needed to reboot Spider-Man. And let me tell you why. I'm watching through the, uh, the Andrew Garfield movies and they're current, current technology, cell phones, everything like that. None of the characters that have appeared in Spider-Man movies since were, were taken, were, were any characters that were touched on in that two movie series. They didn't use any of those. Um, except of course, for the multiverse new one, you know, but prior to yeah. that, they hadn't. Um, he did a great fucking job. He was so good as, as a modern Spider-Man instead of being ner science nerdy, like um, uh, Tobey Maguire was, he was kind of loser nerdy with the hoodie and the skateboard and everything. And that, that still tracks today. Um, and, and I was looking at it. Iron Man came out in 2008. 
The Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out in 2014. The Marvel Cinematic Universe already existed. Now imagine this, okay? When uh, Iron Man brings Spidey into Civil War, there have been videos of him fighting things. You know, he's, he's an amateur, but he's still, you know, doing his thing. And that's why he brings him in. Andrew Garfield had only done two movies. He'd fought uh, a couple big villains. He still could have been considered an amateur. Certainly, he's not handling Thanos-level threats. He still could have been brought in, and they still could have done everything else they did from that point. Case in point, homecoming, yes, it's a homecoming dance, all right? They still could have had a dance. He's in college now, but you know, there still could have been a dance. There still could have been a college trip. Nothing that's happened in these movies uh, couldn't happen if they had kept Garfield as Spider-Man. So I really have to look at it since both of them were successful. You know, why did they decide to do this? I mean, that that franchise ran concurrently with the MCU for a while. I can answer that for you. Oh, good, good. That's it had nothing to do with storyline and rebooting wise. It had to do with Andrew Garfield fucked himself. Really? It was huh. all studio politics. He did something, said something, and they were like, you're fucking done. Because they were going to make an Amazing Spider-Man 3 Whoa. instead. And they, they fired his ass is what it was. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, I didn't he know got he himself fired. in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, he screwed himself over on it. Oh, I remember reading awful. that article a couple years back. Um, oh, man. So, well, like, okay. I mean, that answers the question, but yeah. still, I mean, do you, am, am I wrong here? No, they could, totally could have continued on with that. Yeah. I, yeah. It just kind of makes me sad. That's all. Because in the new Spider-Man, we haven't gotten a lot of that backstory. We didn't get Gwen Stacy first, you know, things are kind of jumbled up. And uh, I mean, it seemed like they were doing it right there in that series. I mean, mm -hmm. the only thing I don't like is, forcing the whole, you know, his parents were spies thing in there. I understand that does come from the comics, but that's also one of the points in time where I was like, you know, this has been established for like 40 years. Why do you have to fuck with this? Right. I hate yeah. it when they go back in time and, oh, but they were really this. I'm not going to say 40 years because I never caught that. And I, I actively read Spider-Man all throughout high school. So nowhere in any Spider-Man comic did I ever see that his parents were spies. Oh, no, that was that was 90s, 90s. Yeah. yeah, that was well after I stopped buying comic books. So yeah. I was never a fan of that. But, I mean, they, they used it well in this movie, and it is canon, so I can't bitch about it too much. But huh. um, that's really the only part about him I don't like. I but always I never, I, never I, I, I thought he was a great Spider-Man. I just thought he was too pretty to be Spider-Man. I, I don't know what it was about it. I don't, but, know. I don't think he's pretty, but. But. You just learned a lot about Paul right here in this, this last few minutes. I'm just saying. What, that I despise people who are better looking than me? That's just come as no surprise. Hmm. <laughs> you can put it that way. <laughs> um, What else do we got? It's. I, I know Kev's waiting. Hmm? He's got a big one to talk about. Hmm? Hmm? Wow. Uh, well, you know what? I looked it up. It says he uh, was fired because he failed to show up at an event. That's what uh, the internet said. Oh, fuck you. God, yes, I hate it. Google is not your friend. I'm just here to tell it's, you. It's not that. It's like every single news page now has all Subscribe. these fucking... Click boxes. You're using mm, an yeah. ad blocker. You're fucking Paywall. right. I'm using an ad blocker. Paywalls. Use um. You can get around that by using Brave. 
Just use Brave. Brave? I will look Brave that up. Brave browser. You'll never see another, you'll never see another ad blocker uh, uh, page again. Nice. Brave handles all that. And it's Chromium based, so you're good to go. Oh, well, it's that's like you're using help. Google Chrome. Mm-hmm. Okay, he missed a major conference in Brazil that was set to announce the third Spider-Man movie uh, that he became blacklisted for a while. Uh, yeah, wow, okay. Yeah. Now this we know. Like... Um, I'm just here. After, after that, he went then to start Hexstar Ridge and get Oscar nominated. Yeah, let me just say right now, if, if Marvel ever wants me to do anything, I will just be there. Um, no problem. Don't worry about it. I'll even just leave my job. No problem. God. So we're sitting here today and I'm trying to explain, okay, we're on our last, our last movie. We've watched all the other Marvel movies. Stanley's cameo pop up, pops up. And I always point it out. And she's like, who's that guy? I'm like, it's the guy we've been seeing in all Aww. these movies. She's like, we've been seeing him where? And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, he's the guy that created Spider-Man. And of course it pops up Sony and not Marvel, which is confusing the fuck out of her. And she's like, so you're saying Marvel was, wait, she's Spider-Man was created before Marvel. I'm like, no, I'm trying to explain this to her. And every response to me is, is, you know, about as brain dead as you can imagine, like, like almost actively trying to not understand what I'm saying. It was, it was mind boggling, but she is really confused because these five movies have the Sony tag at the beginning before the Marvel yeah. tag. Yeah. It'll, it'll throw you. Yeah. I feel for this generation. I really do. It's it's hard to explain stuff to them. I mean, I know she's 10, but there are certain concepts that I know she grasps. And sometimes you just cannot explain the simplest thing. Well, and and here's the thing. The MCU and Sony and all the rest are going to prove here very quickly. They don't give two shits if the current generation doesn't know the past. They don't know, you know, how we got to this point. They're all about the entertainment factor, and they do not give a flying fuck about story. That's where they're going. That's where they're going. Really? Because, I mean, they're still doing story. They're doing enough of the story to keep us, those, those, our olds, interested. But they don't really give a shit about following it because all they want to do is tell a story to get more of the young ones involved and the young ones aren't going to give a shit about the history it's all going to be about yeah. the the blitz and the blam and the and the you know how big it is and how bright it is and is it fun and that's like a, dating yeah is there is there a cool is there a cool bisexual chick in there somewhere that doesn't really know whether she's male or female yeah that's what it's all about well just saying <laughs> Way to cover, Corbs. Good job. <laughs> um, so Kevin's are you not, guys? Kevin, Kevin's not wrong, though. I mean, all the movies now are, are big budget movies, and those are the ones that make the money because it's, you know, the big explosion. It's an event. Yeah. 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 They're all event movies. Yes. Yeah. It's entertainment for entertainment's sake, and that's it. I mean, yeah. wish it was more i wish i, wish well, I mean more. you don't think they're crafting their own story using elements it's it's kind of like 
I don't say a reboot, but a reimagining. I mean, I don't feel like the Marvel movies have lost that storytelling. They aren't adhering necessarily to things exactly as they happened in the past, but the story they're creating still seems to make sense and follow story beats. I mean, I know what you're saying, but I'm just not sure it's entirely fair yet. I haven't seen Eternals. They might fucking drop the ball there. <laughs> there's enough of the story there. To, like I said, there's enough of the story there to keep us involved, to keep us interested, to keep those of us that have been, you know, that have been invested in these stories our entire lives. There's enough of that there to keep us going and looking and interested and, and, and concerned and interested in the next story. But that's really not, that's not what they're concerned with. They're concerned it's, with... Do you think they're not, so they're doing that for us, but do you think they're not still adding new elements to tell a story for this generation that they will look back upon the same way we look back on the comics? God, I hope so. I hope you're right. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel like they have. Wow. This is the deepest conversation we've had about Marvel movies. I really do. No, I really do hope you're right. I hope they're building a foundation that they can build on and they can expand on. And they can keep on going. I really do. And I hope that it's not just for movies' sake, that it's for comic books and it's for other stories. It's for animation. It's for, it's for imagination. It's for capturing someone's interest and pulling them into a world that they never knew before. I really, really hope that's true. I do. But I really, I've also seen and I believe that their interest is in just blowing it out to get anyone into the theater they possibly can to see a movie, to buy a ticket so that they can make another one and make another one and make another one and make another one. Because there's so many people involved. There's so many companies invested that they need to keep on making that ever present dollar that that's, that's their major focus are there still, you know, directors and producers and storytellers that are concerned with the past and the future? Yes. Is that the main focus? I, it isn't. You I don't know. I mean? That's a tough sell when the next Spider-Man movie is going to actually pull characters from two different movie franchises from 20 years ago. That reinforces, that reinforces exactly what I just said. The multiverse, the whole idea behind the multiverse is to get more people interested. It is not to tell a singular story. It's to get more people interested so that they can expand it and they can make it grow and make it bigger. That was the purpose of the multiverse in the comic books. That's the purpose of the multiverse in the movies right now. And that's exactly why I hate it. And I, th I think the multiverse, and I, I might be wrong, but that's this to me. It seems like it's a way to bring characters back. We've talked about this it before. Is. You can it bring is. characters back that have died. It is. And you can bring Iron Man back. You can bring all these guys back because they just come from a different different multiverse. Yep. They come from a different area, and they come yep. maybe they're not the same. Maybe Tony Stark goes back, and he's a bad guy this time. Yep. You know. Yeah, we have like, to wait and see if they actually do that. Or, or or Captain America is a seven-foot-tall woman. I mean, hello? Right. Or it's Peg Carter. Yeah, exactly. That's the one bad? he's talking about. Is it, is it a bad thing? No, it's not a bad thing. I'm not right. saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying is they're not concerned with how invested we are in the original story. They're concerned with how many more people, how many more we can drive. individuals they can drive into the universe. Butts and seats, yes. Yeah. 
that's their that's their primary interest. The primary interest is not the original story. We could probably continue going off of this, but I don't want to eat up the whole segment. Uh, I'm all for it. I, I would love to have this conversation more. I, I really would. Look, all right. I, I don't I don't disagree that the movie studio's primary focus is getting butts and seats, but you've got Kevin Feige running all of this, who clearly does respect what's happened before. And I mean, if you want to talk about what the multiverse really comes from, it di didn't come from what you're talking about. It came from what if. It came from them wanting to tell stories mm -hmm. they couldn't tell in continuity because they had mm -hmm. good ideas. Mm -hmm. Over time, uh, it became a way for them to show things like Marvel zombies or, hey, I have this great idea, but we could never use it in continuity. So they do a spinoff for it. Mm -hmm. Is it to sell more comics? Yeah, but primarily, mm -hmm. and this was in the comics, it was so these creators could tell these really cool ideas. Mm -hmm. um, now, as we're getting into the multiverse in the, the movies, maybe it is exactly what you're saying. I have to see what they do with it before I buy that because I think the primary reason the multiverse got brought into all this is because they have to find a way to undo Peter Parker's identity reveal. And they already did civil war. That's where it happened in the comics. They need to get to the point where Dr. Strange um, does that spell that makes everybody forget he's Peter Parker. And if you can't do civil war, multiverse is a pretty good way to, to, to kind of pull that all together. Yep. Yep. But we have to I, see, is it a cash yeah. in or did they pay it the respect yep. that it deserves? Um, we're we're going to have to see next month. Yep. So I just want to point out the fact that you already reinforced my argument. You, in what you just said, you completely reinforced my argument. Okay. I, I don't see it that way, but all right. You did. You went through and you said, after they did what if, they realized they could bring all these other characters back and that sold more comic books. It sold more stories. They brought, built, well, that they wasn't built more what stories. I said. That's what exactly I said is what happened. they exactly realized what happened. that they had a way to let creators yeah. tell stories that they came up with that they thought were cool, but would right. never fit in continuity. That will laterally sell comic books. But yeah, that, of course. But you know, exactly. if Robert Kirkman hadn't come to them and said, hey, I have this great idea for the Marvel yep. Universe with zombies. Yep. You know, I mean, that's you can't so, do that in continuity. So what if happened? What if happened is exactly what you said. What if happened is exactly what you said. It's a story. It's a story writers, it's a story builders idea of let's just explore something else, something new, something different, a different way to look at it, a different way of things that could have happened. But the expansion, what happened afterwards was because they realized, hey, we can sell more comic books. We can get to more people. We can get people back that may have left because we killed off their favorite character. They realized very quickly, very early on, that it was a money-making venture for them to revisit these stories. Mm. That's tricky because What If was never a good seller and it went out of publication for a long time what before if they started was, playing around with multiverse. But the multiverse, the multiverse worked. <laughs> it fucking worked. It always worked and it always will work because it'll bring people back because the people that don't really give two shits about history, they only care about their, their favorite character, they're going to come back because, hey, he's still alive. Trying to think of an example of that, a multiverse story in the comics where it was just bringing back a character. Because most of the time, it has been things like um, Ultimate, character. Yeah, uh, Ultimate Spider Man with Miles Morales or Spider Gwen. 
Um, you know, I mean, the, that wasn't really oh, that's back perfect. one's face. No, 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 all, no, no. Stop, stop there. Different character. Stop there. Stop there. Miles Morales is a perfect example. With Miles Morales, they got a readership that they could never reach before. Did Miles you read? Morales, did you read Ultimate Spider-Man? No. Okay. Well, let, it, well let, after let, I stopped by. Let, let me just frame this be, before you go into that because how that came about is they had the ultimate line which is basically a modern retelling of some of the heroes that's where we get really the idea of the current spider-man from peter parker died in that and he inspired this kid miles morales sure. to become another spider-man so sure. it wasn't hey we have a multiverse idea for a black spider-man it was organically in the story for of someone else to be was. inspired by his his death of course it was and why did it happen so they can sell comic books to a completely different new customer base. <sighs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying I don't like Miles Morales. I'm not saying I don't like the fact that Spider-Man has transformed and transmorphed and, and turned into these other different characters, Spider-Gwen and Spider-Pig and all these other different things. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying the only reason they exist is to sell more comic books. Well, that's the only reason I mean, any superhero. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. To people that were not buying them. That's the key. To get people involved, to get people in seats, to get people in the stores to buy the books that never did before. That's the only reason that story exists. Man, I don't know. I mean, I just, okay, I'm an average person who doesn't read comic books. Um, into the Spider-Verse might have brought me into Miles Morales, but I can't imagine random black people suddenly reading in the paper, there's a black Spider-Man. I need to kid. go to the comic store. I'm a kid that has never seen anyone like me in a comic book. All of a sudden, there's a comic book that has someone in it that looks like me. I'm going to buy that fucking comic book. That's why it works. I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I don't believe that that was the the driving force behind it. 110%. I thought a lot of it was always to fix all the continuity fuck-ups they did over the years. <laughs> There's that Story, too. Storytellers are amazing. The real storytellers, the people that are really involved, know how to tie all that stitch stuff together. They know how to stitch it together. They know how to make it feel good for those of us that care about the story in the past, and the history, they understand how to make that work for us. What they really understand, what the, what, the, what the bigger picture really understands is how to get more kids interested. It's always been that way. It's always been that way. I know, I know I sound like, I know I sound like I'm, I'm, I'm just the, 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 the voice of, you know, the, the conglomerate naysayer. But I'm telling you, that's exactly why these things change. They didn't change because, oh, well, this is an interesting progression. Let's just, let's just change the story this way because, oh, this, you know, why not? Let's just make it like this. No, 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 no. It was designed. It was preordained. Somebody went to those story writers and storytellers and said, you're going to make a black kid Spider-Man. Figure it out. 
I wonder if we can actually find out how that came about. I'll you'll never, you'll <laughs> never find it. They will never admit it. The, the people that own that company will never admit that. It'll never happen. Oh, you said never. Well, because, because, There's a lot because of never. The, just imagine what they have to lose if that ever came out. Well, I mean, you just let it loose on a podcast watched by two people. So, I mean, they're in right. trouble now. Earth shaking for both of them. You know, it, it might just be my opinion. And if it is, you can just wash it under the rug. All right. We got, we have, uh, we have a podcast to finish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while we're still talking and arguing about Marvel, are you guys watching Hawkeye? Mm-hmm. Yes. No, nope. I didn't watch this week's episode. So, Oh my oh. God. That yes. I rewound it to listen to it again. And my wife's like, wow, who do you think that is? And I'm like, I am not telling you. And she hates it when I do that. I did the same thing. And did you come to the same conclusion I did? Oh, I'm sure I did. The boys With the same actor. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's another, another denial. Yeah. So there is no way that that isn't who I think it is. Exactly. Okay, is, it the, oh, is it the end, the end of the episode? Uh, no. So, no. Halfway through the episode. No, not even. It's it's when she's a kid, when they did that whole montage of Echo, how she grew yes. up. So what was in the beginning? I think it might have even been before the Hawkeye uh, uh, title card. You might. You're right. I, I was thinking of when they. Um. Your uncle won't like that. That's that's the other one I was thinking of when they re-referenced it. Yeah. Yeah, they re but the original yeah. one where you yes. heard him speak, she was a little girl at that point. Yes, you're right. Can't say anything more about it, though. Nope, because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Um, it don't matter. I'll watch it anyway. I'll yeah, so would so I. That's not, that's not yeah, but it hasn't unfolded yet. That's the thing. This is just a suspicion we've got, and I don't want to paint it for anybody else. I agree. Um, But I, I'm, I'm digging it. Uh, they're leaning really heavily into the whole Hawkeye is 80% deaf thing. I like that. Yeah, I was wondering when that was going to come around. And I like the explanation, too, the quick explanation for it. Yeah, it was actually uh, the first, first yep. episode, wasn't it? But the montage of all the explosions and everything. Yeah. I also yeah. love that, can I have another cookie part? Yes. What does he have, radar, then? What's... No, no he's he just, he got a that. hearing aid. Yeah, hearing aid. Yeah. No, he's, he's literally handicapped at this point. Yeah, it's oh. they're, they're really playing into it. Um, loving the show, though. Actually, I like it more than I thought I was going to. And the hands down, the 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 biggest star of that show is Pizza Dog. I love Pizza Dog. Uh, but let's move on before we run out of time. I, here. I have no idea what you're talking about. You gotta watch the show. I will. I will. Okay. Kev, tell us about Cowboy Bebop. Really? You're gonna do this to me with only nine minutes left? Yeah. Actually, it's nine minutes and seventeen seconds. Oh God! 15, there isn't 14, nearly enough time. 12. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, if you're not watching Cowboy Bebop, if you've never watched Cowboy Bebop, if you've never experienced the Japanese anime that is Cowboy Bebop, you are not doing yourself any favors. This is fun. This is an absolute freaking riot. The live action Cowboy Bebop follows the anime very, very closely. The characters are almost identical, if not completely identical. It's the, the actors they found to play Jet Black and 
Spike Spiegel and Faye Valentine and um, what the hell is his name? Uh, Vicious. They're they're phenomenal. They're absolutely phenomenal. They fit. They're fantastic. It's a space western. It's 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 um it's it's bounty hunters and gangsters and it's exactly what human beings would do to space. They'd fuck it up. It would be dirty. It'd be nasty, and it would be corrupt. And it's exactly how our future is going to be if we live that long. Set in like what is it, twenty seventy one or something like that? I think is what the uh, animation, uh, the anime is set in. Um, this is a futuristic um, spaceships and gangster move uh, uh, series. It's a show. It's a TV show on Netflix. It is so much freaking fun. And I, I got to tell you, we, we, the wife and I finished the first season, and I started watching. I haven't. I never watched the anime before, but I'm watching it now. And I just think this is fantastic. If you're not watching Cowboy Bebop, you need to. It's a it's an absolute freaking riot. It's a fun ride. You're not gonna you're you're not gonna be sorry. Nice. I haven't checked it out yet, but it's another one that I want to. Yeah, check the check the trailers out. I mean, you won't you won't be sorry. It's it's a little bit cheesy, and some of the some of the um, some of the special effects they do uh, they do a lot of. Um, uh, what's it called when they actually do the work instead of doing CG? Practical, called, practical effects. The yes. practical effects are really, really low budget. A lot of them are really low budget. You're going to see that and you're going to be like, oh, try to ignore that. Just try to follow the story and try to stay with the characters and, and understand what they're going through. And I think you'll have a lot better time. I really do. Nice. Cowboy Bebop. Yes. Netflix. Starring Harold of Harold and Kumar. Which one yes. is that? John Cho. He should, yeah, he's he oh, should okay. be the main character. Yeah, Spike Spiegel. Yeah, Spike Spiegel. Yep. Spike um, Spiegel. Do you guys have anything to discuss for uh, midstream that we didn't hit on already? I saw that there's going to be a Boondock Saints three. <gasps> yes. What? Yeah, yes. they're coming out with a third one. Not not a lot to go off of yet. Just we not know yet. it's going to basically go in real time. Yep. The the brothers no. are. Finally, getting out of prison to yeah, a whole new world. Yeah, yeah. Norinus is going to be in it. Pat, John Patrick Flannery, um, and the guy that is it, Troy Troy Duffy. Duffy. Troy Duffy is is going to be. He's the one that did the first two. He's coming back for the third one. The best movies you've never seen. Yes, I agree. love those. Totally movies. agree. Those movies. Boondock Saints. Awesome. Yep. I I saw that when I was working at Blockbuster. It came in and it was just a movie. It was on the shelf. That was one day I was looking for a movie. I'm like, I'm gonna check this out. I think I watched that movie. I think I broke the VCR tape I had of it. Which which one did you watch? The first one. I watched. I, I got the very. I watched the very okay. first one. I have both. Is, I'll get. I'll get the second one to you. Is that the one about the smart ass black kid whose grandparents? No. Oh okay. No, no that's the Boondocks. Ah, yeah, okay. there you go. <laughs> and I and Kevin, I have I have one and two on DVD. Oh okay okay. Yep. okay. I, got, I, I, I watch those movies all the time. I, I, I absolutely when i first saw that movie I, I went to my brother the next day i'm like this movie is fucking awesome yeah he watched it he's like holy shit yep could not believe how good it was i i watched him a long time ago mm -hmm. and then you know norman Reedus starts to get big and i'm like i'm like 
God, I know him from somewhere. And somebody, somebody clued me in. And I went back in Washington. I'm like, holy fuck. I've known Norman Reedus all this time. All this time, yeah. Yeah, he's a, it's, it's, it's weird when you first when you look at him in that movie and look at him in The Walking Dead. He's a skinny little kid in Boondock Saints and he's Daryl. And it's just the, the two different people. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Uh, great movies. Just great yes. movies. Some of my favorites. So, and I did see where um, Kurt Sutter got a new. Yes, a, a Western, right? Yeah, Western. It's going to be on Netflix. Yeah. So that into that one I just saw popped in yesterday on my uh, Google feed. I didn't get re- any read or anything like that, but I, did, I saw that he's going to be doing a TV show for Netflix about the American West. Yeah. So. Speaking of Netflix, Paul, yes. I did finish Masters of the Universe today. What did you think? I thought it was fucking great. Thank you. Thank you. It was awesome. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I Like I said last week, I, I blasted through all five episodes in an evening. So, yeah. Now, there's a reason it's not called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. It's about everyone. Yes. Not just him. And it tells a damn good story across all of those characters. Hell yes. And oh, I'm yeah. really hoping we get a season two. I gotta see that. How long are the episodes? Uh, uh, the 23 40. to... No, 23 like to 30 minutes. Worst? Yeah. Okay, so have our episode. So if I wanted to yeah. watch it. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, that about wrap it up, guys. You want a wisdom nugget? Sure. Yeah, drop your nugget. <clears throat> if you lose a sock in the dryer, it comes back as a Tupperware lid that doesn't fit any of your containers. Good night, everybody, and megavoid me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production.